Tajahal, and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. In our previous episode, we had another interview. This time, I got to talk with Andy about his 14 years in China and how the Lord put in his heart to leave his career teaching English, get church planning training in the States, and gear up to head back to China to start churches. Andy shared some really interesting stories with us about China and his experiences there. Uh, So if you haven't already gone over to listen to that episode, please pause this one right now and download it for some fascinating stories from his time there in China. Remember, for those out there who are return listeners to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, please go ahead and subscribe on your podcasting platform, if you haven't already, and leave us a review there as well. This helps the algorithms bump our podcast a bit higher on the recommendations, which in turn, of course, gets out the need for more preachers in China to more people. And for you overachievers out there, go ahead and share the broadcast on social media, whether that be through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or maybe send an email to that person you know who is either teaching English there in China right now or considering giving their lives to full-time missions. We with Vision Baptist Missions and Vision for China are begging the Lord to raise up more preachers to boldly enter China and unfortunately so many Christians in America today don't even realize that preaching Christ in China is a viable path to ministry. Sending someone this podcast might be the first time they've even heard that there is in fact a path to full-time preaching ministry there in China. It may be that they've never heard that there are fantastic opportunities to glorify Christ through preaching in China. Why not go ahead and share with them? Now getting to our story for today, you guys are in for a unique glimpse into Chinese culture. Most who are listening in are probably aware that this episode is coming out on the week of Easter. Happy Easter, by the way. But the thing is that most people in China not only don't celebrate Easter, they don't even know what it's about. And here's the thing, it's not like the Chinese word for Easter is unclear. In Chinese, the word for Easter is Fu Jie, which literally means Resurrection Festival. But when when they hear the term, most would have no idea what that means because they don't know the story of Jesus, his death, and his resurrection. And it's not just that they don't get what the holiday is about. To top it all off, they have their own festival that often falls on the same day as Easter, kind of depending on how their calendar falls. And that holiday, that festival, is called Tomb Sweeping Festival. Tomb Sweeping Festival. This year, in 2021, the days actually coincide. Easter is on April 4th of this year, and Tomb Sweeping Festival is also on April 4th of this year. But what exactly is Tomb Sweeping Festival? How is it celebrated? Why would this festival fall around the same time as Easter? Well, I'm really excited to let today's story answer these questions and shed some light on what exactly Chinese people do while we celebrate Easter as Christians each year. Just one quick explainer that I'll give is that the story that you'll hear here in a bit 
isn't a real account and the people in the story are made up, but this story is heavily based on real people and events that my wife and I know and witnessed in China. So let's quickly consider our Chinese region of the week and then get right into Tomb Sweeping Festival. This week we are praying for the province of Hebei. Hebei is located in northern China near Beijing and is home to a whopping 75 million people. This province needs men who will surrender to go and boldly exalt Jesus Christ. One of the cities in Hebei province, Jiangjiakou, will be the location actually of some of the venues for the 2022 Winter Olympics. Those are coming up actually just in February of next year and you may not realize but even with all the coronavirus and pandemic things going on, China is still full steam ahead with the 2022 Winter Olympics that are set to kick off February of 2022. Uh, there's also a city there in Hebei called Shijiazhuang, which is the largest city in Hebei province with over 12 million people in population. Hebei province desperately needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. According to a survey done back in 2009, less than 5% of the population there in Hebei claims to be Christian. Would you pray that God would raise up laborers to take the good news of Jesus Christ to the people of Hebei province? This province, Hebei, is yet another great place in China with countless opportunities to serve the Lord and preach Him. I can't stress enough that there are endless opportunities to come to China and preach Christ. The field truly is ripe for the harvest. Brother, if you're out there listening right now and considering what the Lord's next step for your life might be, or if you're praying about serving Him on the mission field, I wholeheartedly encourage you to consider giving your life to making Christ famous in China. You will find literally dozens of millions of people all throughout China that have yet to hear the gospel. And wouldn't it be exciting for you to go to China and there spend your days telling them the story of Calvary and God's love expressed toward them there. And also, would you pray for the people of Hebei? Would you pray for them to hear the good news of Jesus Christ? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more preachers? Brother, would you offer your life to being that preacher and boldly publishing his name among them? How much do you charge to go to Shushing Mountain? Shushing Mountain was the startled response. If you're wanting me to take you to Shushing Mountain, I'll need at least 30 kwai. After all, I'll have to eat a couple of red eggs when I get home tonight after going there. The motorcycle taxi driver spoke with a spooked look about him and continued, Don't expect me to take you all the way up either. I'll get you to the temple just through the gate. You'll have to walk the rest of the way up. Walk the rest of the way up? You expect me to do that? retorted Jasmine. She looked down at her newly purchased bag of apples. The eight apples could still be seen through the red of the plastic bag in the sunlight. How am I supposed to make the hike up the rest of the trail with these plus this large bouquet in hand? She thought. Tell you what, I'll do it for 30 quai and take you all the way up, came another voice just a distance away. Looking over the driver's shoulder, Jasmine spotted the source of the voice. A second motorcycle taxi driver figured he would capitalize on the first driver's superstitions. He had them too, but he wasn't as bothered by the prospect of having to make two red eggs that evening. 
Sold, said Jasmine, both relieved and a bit in disbelief, relieved that she could get to Shushing Mountain and get this over with, and in disbelief at the price of getting there. She would have taken her own motorbike, but driving up the mountain trail with the apples and bouquet was something she really wasn't interested in, particularly with the teeming crowds of people that were expected to make the same pilgrimage that day. She hopped on the back of the second driver's motorcycle and sped off, leaving the first driver's counteroffer of 25 quiet to fade in the distance. Approaching the bottom of Shushing, the throngs of people awaiting her at the top became real as Jasmine noticed all the cars parked along the streets at the base. Swarms of other motorcycle taxis could be seen flowing in and out of the gate near the temple. Those headed in carried people with hands full of supplies similar to Jasmine's. Fruit, incense, flowers, firecrackers, and hell money. Those headed out carried empty-handed people some wiping away tears and some with solemn stares. Once through the gate, it was slow moving for a good 15 to 20 minutes as Jasmine's driver had to squeeze her through the crowds of pedestrians, cars, and motorcycles. There were people everywhere. Nearing the top, thoughts of similar scenes from the past few years flooded Jasmine's mind. The color red mixed with the smell of firecrackers can bring back various memories for Chinese people, memories of Chinese New Year festivities, memories of weddings, and memories of other milestones. But when the sound of uncontrollable weeping is thrown into that mix, it can only mean one thing, and that's Qingmingjie, or Qingming Festival. It never occurred to Jasmine that naming such a day a festival was a bit odd. There wasn't much festive about it. It was a day of remembering, a day of bittersweet remembering, whether she particularly wanted to or not. Finally reaching the top, Jasmine got off the motorcycle and, after paying her driver, made the final trek up a few rows of headstones and down to the one with her family name etched in the corner. She paused and lowered her head in quiet reflection, as quiet as she could be at least, given the hysteria surrounding her. People were crying, praying, and lighting firecrackers all about. After a few seconds, she laid the bouquet in place and began unpacking the apples, carefully setting them in a bowl and placing it before the tombstone. Finally, placing a stick of incense in the apples so as to stick straight up and out from between them, she lit the incense, knelt down with hands folded, and began to pray. Ba, ma, dad, mom, she began. Shua, it's me. I miss you. There was a long pause as the tears began to flow and the sobbing commenced. Why were they taken from me so suddenly, she thought. They died immediately, along with the drunk that crashed into them that night those six years ago. Why couldn't it have been someone else? Why did it have to be them? After regaining some of her composure, she continued. So much has happened since last year, she prayed. After divulging a few of the year's high points along with its many struggles, she bowed a couple of times. With the incense about burned to its end, she stood up, brushed off her knees, and began checking her purse to be sure she had another 30 kwai for the ride home. As she made her way through the lamenting crowd, she couldn't help but think to herself, 
even over the sound of firecrackers and prayers. Is this it? Is this all that there is to life? Am I to be consigned to a similar fate one day myself with my body laid in the ground and only my future child to visit me once a year? Where's the hope? Where's the meaning in it all? She wondered. Is there not anything worth living for beyond the tomb? Just as her thoughts were getting more philosophical, the sound of a group of motorcycle taxis bidding for her ride home snapped her out of all the burning questions. She'd survived yet another personal inquisition. At least until next year. Friends, Qingming Festival, or Qingmingjie, in English we would call it Tomb Sweeping Festival, occurs every spring in China. This yearly holiday is a day for China's billions to live out their Confucian beliefs concerning familial piety, which is devotion to family, particularly their elders, by paying their respects to their deceased parents and grandparents. This piety is traditionally expressed by bringing food, usually fruit, to the graves of the deceased so that they will have something good to eat in the afterlife. Incense is often burned while praying and worshiping, and firecrackers are often lit to scare off evil spirits that might otherwise haunt the deceased in the thereafter. All of this is done year after year in the spring and is a source of fear and hopelessness for many Chinese. Most of them have never heard of the other tomb. That tomb is the cause of much celebration and is also widely celebrated each spring. You see, their tombs there in China are hopeless and occupied, but that tomb is empty and points us to everlasting life. Many of them have never heard of the empty tomb of Jesus Christ, the Son of God who came into this world to die for sinners, to die so that everyone, even Chinese people, can have life and hope and joy. While we Christians rejoice, and here we are just a few days out from Easter, while we Christians rejoice celebrating the resurrection of Jesus each spring, at this same time of year, millions upon millions of Chinese will once again have to remember the hopelessness of life that ends in death. For them, death is all there is beyond the grave because they have never heard the glad tidings of the gospel. Please pray for China's billions, friends. Pray that the Lord would raise up more laborers to take the message of the empty tomb to them. Pray that the believers in China would have boldness to preach the light of Christ and Him crucified and risen again among the darkness around them so that many Chinese could be saved and find the hope of resurrection and eternal life in Him, in Jesus Christ. Friend, would you be such a laborer? Would you be such a shepherd? Would you surrender your one momentary life to move to China, relocate there, acquire the language, learn the culture, pick up a Chinese Bible, sit down with people just like Jasmine and preach unto them Jesus? Brother, how are they going to hear without a preacher? How will they know without a laborer, a shepherd, who will live among them for the sake of making Jesus famous? Is not the hope giver worthy of the hope of the hopeless?
Is not the author of life worthy of the life of those dead in their trespasses and sins? Is not love himself worthy of being known and loved by those that know not love? Brother, the Lord asks you. Yes, I'm talking to you listening in right now. The Lord asks you yet again, how shall they hear without a preacher? How is Jasmine going to hear? How will her friends hear? How will the other hundreds of mourners that went to that cemetery that day hear without a preacher? Brother, will you not arise and go to China and preach unto them Jesus? If not you, then who? You know, the Bible says in John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Jesus offered this hope of resurrection to Martha as she faced the sadness of her brother Lazarus' passing. But who will go to the countless jasmines of China to tell them the same? Who among us, brothers, will go to those in China who mourn each tomb-sweeping festival year after year to offer them the hope of resurrection and life that is found in Jesus Christ? They need bold witnesses. They need preachers who will see them, be moved with compassion, and shepherd them with the truth of the Word of God. Again, brothers, there are so many wonderful opportunities to preach Jesus and serve Him in China. I am pleading with you to consider China. I am begging you to pray and ask the Lord what He would have you do for China. So many dozens of millions of people who yearly go through the type of ritual described in our story today, wishing that there were hope, wishing that there were resurrection. Friend, if you want to take that next step toward China and learn how to continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, please reach out to us. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com. That is I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M. Or email me, Austin, personally at austin at reachingchina.org. That's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk with you about the next steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step would be Bible training, ministry training, language and culture training, what have you. We would love to guide you on a path to making Jesus famous in China. Friends, Jesus said there to Martha in John 11:25, "I am the resurrection and the life." In Chinese, resurrection is fuhua. Fuhua is the Chinese word for resurrection. The resurrection of Christ is the only hope sinners have. Brother, will you go to China to tell them of Jesus's fuhua? So many are left weeping at tombs for loved ones year after year, not knowing the hope of the cross and the resurrection. Why not go tell them that Jesus has already fuhua? If not you, then who? 
Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Happy Easter to everyone out there. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for a unique story about the short but impactful life of William Borden, a millionaire turned missionary to China. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast on your preferred podcasting platform of choice so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to pray for the province of Hebei this week. The people there need preachers who will go and tell them of the Fuhua of Jesus Christ. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, Zai Jing. <laughs>